0: Uh, Shannon Group, uh, which would include Shannon Airport, has described uh, the first meeting with members of the newly formed all-party Shannon Airport Aroctus Group. Uh, that group would involve TDs and senators as positive. Uh, the pandemic has had a massive impact on the tourism sector and international aviation. Um, so uh, the support that the Oireachtas members have pledged uh, to Shannon has been very much welcomed by their bosses. Um, interestingly, in the first hour of this morning show, we were chatting to Niall Maloney, he's operations director at Shannon Airport. He was mainly talking to us about this massive plane, this huge plane that is uh, coming in today to Shannon Airport uh, because they're the only airport in the country, among other things, that uh, can handle it in terms of the length of the runway. It's carrying very important PPE for our frontline health workers. Uh, But um, I did ask him uh, this more general question. I mean, I assume that because of social distancing and everything else, they may look very carefully at all airports across the country and how the burden of getting airplanes in and out of Ireland might be spread. Because as we know, the simple truth of the matter is, more and more have come in and out of Dublin Airport in recent years.
1: Yeah, well, first of all, as an airport, we are ready to go on the 1st of July. That's the first key message. Obviously, we have the COVID restrictions in place. It's it's going to be a challenging uh, issue to address. You know, you can hear some of the, the aviation leaders in the world talking about ensuring social distance. You know, there is a plan in place for both airports and airlines. Look, I I, I, I I'm a limit man working in Clare. I'm very parochial. I do think it's about reason, a balanced region development. I do think it's about having a level uh, playing field for everybody. We have the capacity here. There's no need to build a third terminal. There's no need to build another runway. We have the and other airports on the west coast of Ireland have the capacity to take on the space. And as you rightly said, Joe, if you know if we do need to socially distance passengers and the aircraft, why not spread them out? Do I think it'll happen? It won't.
0: Do I think it'll happen? It won't. That's Niall Maloney. He uh, is the operations director of Shannon Airport. Now, uh, two uh, Limerick TDs who have a big interest in this subject and in uh, the Shannon uh, Airport Aeroctus Group uh, that uh, Shannon Group bosses chatted to are uh, Sinn Féin TD Morris Quinlevin and Fine Gael TD Kieran O'Donnell, both representing the constituency of Limerick City, of course. And they're on the line. And good morning to both of you. Good morning, John. Kieran, a pretty straightforward answer to the question I asked there of Niall Maloney about the potential for Shannon, the idea of uh, spreading uh, more flights across to airports around Ireland instead of bunching too many of them in Dublin Airport, because obviously on top of everything else, social distancing and other COVID-19 restrictions. And he says, do I think it will happen? It won't.
1: Well, I mean... An aviation task force has has been established and I, in the Dáil last week, uh, asked that Shannon Airport would be part, the Shannon Group would be part of that task force and the Minister uh, Ross agreed to that. And I think that's a matter that should be considered within that task force. And certainly there is no reason when you see the fact that Shannon Airport was the only airport that could cater for a jet of that size this morning it certainly should feed into the work of the task force to see that.
0: But how have we got to the point where the operations director of Shannon Airport in hmm. a live interview this morning on this radio station could so definitively say that this will not happen?
1: Well, that's obviously, um, you would have to ask Niall precisely why he, he said that for me, it's about looking at solutions. It's about thinking outside the box.
0: Well, I think he said he was long enough um, (laughs) and wise enough uh, and had enough experience in aviation, in Shannon Airport, and uh, in uh, what happens in Irish aviation to be as certain and definitive as he was. And I then said to him, because I know you're about to say this, what about the um, extraordinary changes that we have seen across every sector of Irish life in the last three months and things that weren't even seen as possible could be possible. That didn't really seem to inspire
1: him either that question well I mean we formed the Oireachtas group so we could work with Shannon the Shannon group in all aspects of their operations both in terms of the airport and Shannon heritage as well and you know in terms of Shannon heritage we want the sites opened all sites opened in the 29th and we've asked the Shannon group to come back with proposals in terms of what they would require funding wise what this particular issue Joe where we have Bare capacity, excess capacity at Shannon Airport to cater for a large number of planes. That's something that has to be explored. Uh, I'm in the Dáil tomorrow, uh, where uh, Minister Ross is once again up as the Transport Minister. I'll be bringing that specific point up on the floor of the Chamber about using Shannon Airport to ensure that with the social distancing requirements that will be there, that we can get uh, flights up and running as quickly as possible, that they're further looking at the whole area of air bridges where we can connect um, countries, uh, one country with another country by air where they're both dealing with the coronavirus in a very prudent way uh, that we can look at ways of getting the uh, 14 quarantine days to be looked at to see how we can reduce the risk around that area so we can get flights back into Ireland, bring tourists back in to Limerick City and the Midwest region and then uh, the particular issue of the which I think is a very innovative one Joe, um, It didn't come up in our discussions with the Channel Group. They didn't actually bring it up with us when we met them on Tuesday. But I think it's a very innovative one, and there's no reason why, as an island of our size, uh, with our road networks and so forth, that flights maybe, in terms of congestion about um, Dublin in particular, The dose flights couldn't come into Shannon and people would experience what uh, Limerick City in the Midwest region has to offer.
0: Right. Uh, Sinn Féin, TD Morris-Quindleman, how concerned are you for Shannon Airport and what about the response, including politically?
2: Yeah, look, we are deeply concerned about Shannon and we weren't just concerned about it with COVID, we were concerned about it beforehand and we are the situation before. We had this crisis, we find that 9 out of 10 people who fly out of Ireland fly out of Dublin and we were continuously saying that that wasn't sustainable. I was in Shannon Airport on, on Monday, I met the ground staff and I met the Aer Lingus ground staff, the Aer Lingus uh, cabin crew as well, and they are telling us, you know, they are deeply, deeply frustrated that flights are able to operate outside, out of Cork and able to operate out of Dublin but not of Shannon and I don't believe that I believe that's a political decision that, that everything is made and I believe there is political pressure can be put on them for instance they are getting, so they are getting money from the government through the wage subsidy scheme they're also getting money through the government through delivering PPE PPP into the country and I think there's a sense there that Shannon has been left out again I raised that with the minister and the all last week myself um, there's I have a huge concern, uh, we talk about social distancing in the new airports or in the new way when we come forward Shannon Airport, you didn't really have to social distance there when when it was operational uh, last year or whatever It's a good airport it it has you know we have a fantastic um runways, fantastic infrastructure there. It's critical for not just the hundreds of people who work at the airport but the tens of thousands of people who work in companies around the Midwest region which are dependent on having the connectivity out and I would appeal to Aer Lingus to open the routes immediately and the two routes I would particularly ask them to open is the London to Heathrow route which means you can connect all over the world if you have to and open the um, London to or the Shannon to Boston route which is get uh, routes back into North America as well. This is crucial to make sure that when we come out of COVID that we can uh, get out of this as fast as possible, protect the economy, protect the jobs.
0: And, and Morris, if we're honest... Um, and I'm sure lots of people listening will have done this or experienced it themselves, Um, hopping on certain buses, getting to Dublin Airport and heading off and heading back through Dublin and back to Limerick again since the motorway infrastructure was improved, is part or was part, should I say, of Limerick passengers' lives. Now with COVID-19, a different approach might be taken.
2: Yeah, and, and the danger is that people get used of Shannon not operating where their lingus are operating at the moment out of Dublin and out of Shannon. Look, we, we do, I, I worked in the travel industry for 19 years. I know how difficult it is to get flights into into particularly uh, smaller airports or, you know, non-Dublin airports, shall we say. Um, but I, I do believe that Shannon has the ability. You know, we, we're particularly well suited where we are. We have the flights, for instance, to North America where you, have, where you can do your immigration and pre-customs. In in Shannon Airport, you know, it's an easier, less stressful airport to go through. We can turn it around the other way by where people can get to Dublin handier through the motorways. They can also come from Dublin and, for instance, Port Leash and areas like that can come to Shannon easier once we make it. And I raised the issue last week as well with the Minister, for instance. I know I didn't even realize till Monday that the DAA size. Uh, part of of the cost of buses going to Dublin Airport. You know, there is no subsidy, as far as I know, from buses going into Shannon Airport. Uh, The bus goes from Cork to Galway through Limerick City and doesn't go into Shannon. I've specifically asked the Minister to... Talk to, to to transfer for Ireland, make sure that that every second one of those buses might consider going into Shannon. At least it make it more con- more connectivity th- that way. Um, I think there's an issue around parking at Shannon Airport. The cost of parking that needs to be looked at. You know, c- it can be more expensive to park in Shannon than parking in Dublin, so that's a crazy situation w- that needs to be addressed as well. But I think uh, the board needs to be more ambitious. You know, the, I don't believe there was plans. You know, this year you know COVID threw it all into. Up in the air, you know, the plans for new routes like into, into Paris, for instance, and Barcelona. You know, people were looking forward to that. It would have been a good bring, uh letting people fly from Shannon, but also back into Shannon from those areas. You know, we have a fantastic uh, city in Limerick. We have a fantastic thing we can sell. You know, with John's Castle we have the cathedral, we have historic Nicholas Street, we have, you know, the everybody who comes to Limerick that I've ever met has come to Limerick and said what a fabulous place it is, did rise it was so nice you know people are, people are friendly people are nice um I believe it's political with it's there and I believe the government do have leverage even though Aer Lingus has been privatised, unfortunately. Um, we do have a leverage over Aer Lingus because the, most of the business they're getting at the moment, most of the income they're getting yeah. is from yeah. either the wage and, subsidy scheme or, or the PPP. Okay.
0: okay, we're talking to Sinn Féin TD, Morris Quinovan and Fine Gael, TD, Kieran O'Donnell. Kieran, do you believe that political pressure was applied to Aer Lingus to keep the links to Dublin and Cork Airport and cut out Shannon?
1: Well, I know that that's in the Dáil last week that I brought it up with, with Minister Ross, uh, specifically about um, the Aer Lingus-based Shannon, uh, cr- uh, the cabin crew in Shannon. Uh, there's over 90 people jobs who have been temporarily laid off. I wanted to see to be uh, treated in the same basis as the other airports. Uh, the minister has agreed to go and talk to Aer Lingus. I'll be looking for an update from him uh, around that issue and the, the Heathrow routes, we were informed by the uh, Shannon Group management, uh, the CEO Mary Consoline, and the chair Rose Hines at our uh, meeting with them, their Octus members on, month, on Tuesday, uh, that they expected that the Heathrow route would be back in September. I'd like to see that back much quicker, the Aer route, and that the transatlantic Aer route will be back in October. I'd like to see that back quicker. Uh, we've asked the Shannon Group uh, to provide us with an enhanced detailed proposal around a number of areas for the group, namely what funding do they require support from government around uh, getting the Heathrow route in particular and the transaction routes up and running as quickly as possible, what measures they need around the, the 14 quarantine, uh, the air bridges, and... Um, we also asked them specifically on Shannon Heritage, Joe, that has become an issue. There's 159 people uh, full-time employed in Shannon Heritage. The Shannon Group decided that that to just reopen in the main, uh, the site uh, in St. John's Castle and Bunratty Castle, but many of their, their attractions not to be opened this year at all. We feel that's a huge issue. Um, Negative in terms of bringing tourists into the region, we've asked them once again to quantify what level of support they would need to get all these um, sites, tourist sites, which run really Joe from Limerick City and King John's Castle, one yeah. of our jewels, right up to the, to the Galway border. What yeah. funding they would require, and and, and the, can I, if I make a point, Joe is, the airport need to come forward with the innovative ways about ensuring. That they can get, we'll say, traffic that can come through Dublin because of 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 uh, safe, uh, we'll say. Um coronavirus or whatever, anything else like that, and keeping uh, safe distances and so forth. Right. But they have to put that in a proposal right. so we can go okay. collectively okay. as so, corrupt so, so they have the their history. homework
0: on that. But the, the one thing about this is that since he was Minister for Transport, um, yeah. um, Leo Varadkar, now Taoiseach, and mm. through his time as Taoiseach, has consistently said this is about regional balance. Um, it is about ensuring that the pressure is taken off Dublin in all Correct. sorts of ways. And yet it feels like Shannon is not abandoned, that's not fair, but it feels yeah. like it's isolated. But Joe,
2: can I come in there? Yeah. The, the so word can you I know. No, I know.
0: So. i I, I, let, I, let, I let Morris in and i let you back. Yeah. You.
2: Yeah, just, just the word you used there, abandoned, and that was the word they, they, all the staff said to us, you know, regardless of who we spoke to on Monday, they felt that Shannon was being abandoned and Deputy and uh, Mayor Kieran, there said basically about um, he, he raised it with the minister last week, but the minister made no commitment to speak to Eringis. I, did I actually to, he did. what he did? No, he didn't, Kieran. He actually he didn't. He said, "I'm not going to give the deputy a pledge about going to Eringis, no, no, I cannot no. do he that." He he would, what he said. He you can look at the Doll record. You can look at the record. That's exactly what he said. I'll repeat no, it again no, for no, you. No, no. I'm, I'm not going to give that. the deputy a pledge about going to Eringis, so I cannot do that. So look, there's no point in a row over that, Kieran. But what I want to say is. The, the staff uh, believe that Aer Lingus Ireland Shannon has been abandoned. The minister hasn't been to Shannon, as far as I know. Um, he hasn't spoken to the CEO of Shannon Airport or Shannon Group since the since the. Uh, Flight start or since the COVID flight stopped in the fifth of April was the last flight with Erlingus Oli Shannon.
0: Well, he's Dublin based, of course, so he probably couldn't come, could
2: he? Uh, no, no, but he, I mean, when we talk about we meet people at the moment. John, unfortunately, we don't actually physically meet them anymore. We meet them on Zoom, oh, and oh, we yeah. meet them. Okay, yeah. so that's, no, I get you. I get you. That's the way meetings go now. Unfortunately. um you know, I, I, the fact that he hasn't picked up the phone to the CEO of Shannon Airport, an airport that isn't operating, where Ingus, will be the main carrier, hasn't done a flight out there since the 5th of April, I don't think it's credible at all. Oh, okay, well, and,
0: can, I, and we need to get Kieran back in there. I'm no, sorry, Kieran. yeah.
2: Can I just say, Joe, right, that
1: I see Shannon Airport is absolutely pivotal in, in terms of the region, and it's something that's above politics, and it's something that we need to have uh, the Heathrow route back, and... Um, I would have the Heathrow route should have been maintained during the pandemic. It was maintained in Cork, uh, it's been maintained in Dublin. If there was particular issues that required funding in terms of support to ensure that the Heathrow route was to be maintained, Shannon Group should have come to us on that.
0: But wouldn't you have run into state aid issues?
1: No, no, state aid issues Joe have been parked during the pandemic. Yeah. They're not they're not as as uh, they don't don't operate in the same way. many of the measures that we have brought in Joe would breach the normal state head roads. There's a staffer
2: at the airport and there's two planes at the airport ready no, no. to go in the morning. And I think should, we should have made sure we kept the, at least at the very, very Can moment. I, the, the I want, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: trying to find we, a, a, a way of solutions here. What we need here is, if the Shannon Group, and that was our ask of them, uh, we sought that meeting with
0: the Shannon Group Two weeks and you ago. At, and you, at, you gave them their homework. So when are they coming back with the homework?
1: They're, they're, to, they're to come back with that as a matter. We advised them that we at the that we'll be meeting the minister in the next week. I'd hope to receive it over the next number of days. Do you have certain measures already gone into the department? I want to see those enhanced, particularly around Joe getting the Shannon heritage sites open. There's a huge amount of jobs at stake. Shannon airport has I thought to be Shannon owned.
0: Heritage had made clear statements on what they were opening and what they weren't opening. I read it myself.
1: Yeah, but, but Joe, in my view, and we've had obviously the employees in contact with us, and Morrison should, should, would be aware of this as well, that um, the, the, airport, the Shannon Group stated they were closing it because of lack of international visitors. The 35% of all visits to, to the sites, Joe, are coming uh, from the domestic market. Um, if we are looking, and we'll say with any bit of luck, Joe, that, that flights can resume uh, in very quick fashion, obviously public health permitting, we want to ensure that we have the attractions available to, to, to bring tourists to our region. One of the key elements of that is the heritage sites, King's John Castle opening year-round, Bunratty Castle, up along.
0: Yeah, well, I know that. Well, I mean, I spent half my life chasing a toddler around Benretti, <laughs> Um But it's only going to be open for six weeks. They've already said that.
1: No, no, it's, it'll now be open, Joe, for nine weeks, right? But my view on it is that, yeah, that if, changed. They're, required, it's if changed. they're required... When When? when, required. when required. they change
0: that? When, when, when are, this because, is, this is actually a personal interest. When is it <laughs> it's you open? It's going open, Joe, on the 29th of is June.
1: Oh, great news. Yeah, yeah. So really what they have brought it back because the roadmap has come back to the 29th of July. but But outside of that, Joe... This is about, this is not a normal uh, situation. This is we're, we're coming to a post-COVID period. Shannon Group will require supports to enable to provide, to get the airport up and running, get flights back in, but the Shannon Heritage is a key element to that as well. And, you know, we have to get attractions up and running. Then the Shannon Group need to tell us, Precisely the level of Okay, you made that so we, point yeah. more, than, more than once. Point. and it a Joe, it's an important But, one, but I, I, we one. have
0: been in touch with with Shannon Group. Now we did have nine um, yeah. Maloney on in the in the first hour, but that was m- a more specific conversation around this plane coming in. But we have okay. asked the Shannon Group more generally to to talk to us. So we're waiting to see if that happens. Uh, one but other question. Ah, yeah, uh, and together. I get and I get that. And listen, everyone's in the same boat or wants to be on the same plane, socially distanced. Um Shannon, yeah, only Shannon exactly. One one other question. Sure, look, I know I'm wasting my time here, but I, I'll, ask it, I'll ask it anyway. Uh, any chance of an old government? Well, I will
1: give you the political speak, and then I'll give you my view, Joe. Right? Political speak is that we are discussions are ongoing. Uh, the reality is, Joe, it's never easy to put a government together with three distinct parties. We're now down to really discussing, I suppose, the key uh, areas that are difficult, and it's in the normal way of discussions. I think we need a government. Uh, I expect there will be a government, uh, and it must be a government that has a, has a, a programme for government that's sustainable over the four to five years. There's a huge
2: body of work to be done. I think the public are looking for a government to be put in place.
0: Uh, what about you, uh,
2: Morris? Well, I think we need a government. I think uh, what needs to happen is that uh, Fianna Fáil need to pick up the phone to Mary Lou, drop Fianna Gael, and we can have a government in a week or so with, with the Greens, uh, uh, Social Democrats, Fianna Fáil and Féin. You know, that's the option because... That is the, that is
0: the option. Now, mind you, uh, Minister Patrick Donovan had a right go at Sinn Féin on this show earlier in the week and basically said that, uh, you know, you guys made a cursory effort at the beginning of you and ran off the true. pitch with your hands up in the air. That's what he said now. Yeah,
2: I, I know, I, I heard what he said. Uh, that's simply not true. We're, we're up for government. I don't believe the f- present talks with the Green Party are going to be successful. That's my feeling from the ground. That's the feeling I speak to party members, that's what they tell me. They won't get it through their own party. So they're on a high to not in there. I think the problem party here and we all see people voted for change back in February, they didn't vote for Fine Gael to be in government. Drop Fine Gael, talk to Sinn Féin and we can form a government in the next week or so. so all- can I just make one point? I, I,
1: I think it's worth noting right, when Morris speaks. Sinn Féin spent, I'd say, about 10 days uh, basically fluffing around to give the impression they were looking to form a government and yeah. then they effectively dropped it. That's incredible. Yeah. Morris, true. Morris that Just let me finish the true. point. You had the opportunity. We've put weeks uh, into looking at the government. Morris, you had the opportunity With the out and speak to and Fianna Fáil and government, Fáil. You basically reneged on that. That's simply not true. It is. The
2: That's facts speak for themselves. We were first out of the traps. We were spoke to everybody who would speak to us. Your party won't speak to us and Fianna Fáil won't speak to us. That's the problem. Fianna Fáil needs to decide, drop Fianna Pick Morris, You to put America your news. head outside the door and you pulled it back in very That's quickly. That's simply not true, Karen. You, you know and it's well. it's true, Maurice.
1: And your the thing really is, to, your we've, party. We've done be. the responsible thing. Your party wants to put a, to a, a government in place. And
2: I expect there'll the a government and pay shortly, which is what the public yeah, needs and desires. You're not just disrespecting my party, Karen. You're disrespecting half a million people that folded for us that you wouldn't even sit down and talk to us. You mightn't like us. You mightn't want to go into government with us. But the least you could have done is recognise that a half a million people in this place. Maurice, you need to explain why you only spent. Less than two weeks looking to put You know that's absolutely nonsense. Because we spoke, to, we spoke to the parties. We had very constructive uh, discussions with the parties we met, and I, I believe that a lot of Green Party members actually do believe they'd be better off in government with us in a, in a formation of a government.
1: You need to answer why did you only spend less than two weeks after the election looking to form a and then said we're not looking at that. It's not easy to form a government. We accept that. We we have spent a a, a considerable amount of time and we've put in the time to look to form a government. And I expect that we'll have a government in place very shortly. But, but, But you have to be answerable to the people that vote for you as to why Morrissey didn't look.
2: To put in Karen, don't try and twist the the, it that government. way. When, when your party refuses to talk to my party, and no, when people are refusing to talk, don't blame me for not answering a direct question.
0: Right. Well, well interestingly yes. enough, gents, well,
2: well, um, I, I see here. Joe, one, one second there. Just give me my chance. I, the, the problem part here that I see is Fa- is Finil so if if finofa pick up the phone to marry MacDonald, we can sit down with the other parties and we can have a progressive government in a week or two
0: right the, the interesting point yes, here Joe. actually is that it's one all now between you on uh, each accusing the other of uh, not telling the full story so um you know maybe Are you the referee Joe? Uh, well I, i'm not doing, i'm not doing a very good job now <laughs> <laughs> this morning but we, we we're, a, both. Joe, we're, we're all
1: of a common purpose in shannon airport oh yeah well that's hundred percent that, that doesn't really Boys, ah, Steph, so when you we may bring it around right. The no,
0: no. group is fine okay, okay. no, 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 we're not, Go away guys, we're not going back there I will say one thing though It, might suggest, in it, it might suggest when we have two um, TDs on clashing like this that we're getting closer to a, a more normalised situation because everyone was being terribly polite to each other <laughs> for the last 12 weeks so we, we thank you both uh, for uh, talking to us uh, this morning uh, Sinn Féin TD, Morris Quinlevin and Fine Gael TD, uh, Ciarán O'Donnell both representing Limerick City